You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. This makes my nipples hard. Hey there, Classic Gaming friends. Welcome to the show. In today's episode of the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast, which is where you are and where we are, we've decided to jump headlong (laughs) into another episode. What? Yeah. Did you say something? Oh, no. Oh, no. I just made a very <laughs> stupid laugh sound. Like, <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you, you know, don't even have to edit it. That's fine. Because you're like, we're in the we're in the classic game. And I'm like, you know, it's like we're in it like it's a concept, you know, the conceptual <laughs> classic gamers. Like Guild a, podcast. You know what kind of concept it is? It's a concept of virtual stupidity. Yes. Wow. Nice job. Now it sounds like we were being stupid on purpose almost. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, 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 no! Resist the urge, but no. Okay, this is this is our episode about Beavis and Butthead in virtual stupidity because a game like this definitely deserves an episode. Uh, shout out to Roberta for my copy of a big box of that game, which is something I never thought I'd actually own. Oh, and then to, shout out to David Bitten for my copy of it. So you, you Ooh. generous sons of bitches, you know, we just we love you. We're going to talk about this game because, okay, last time we did Thimbleweed Park and we're like, we're going to present it uh, for those who haven't played it. You can you can experience it through the podcast. So that's that's the idea here is that this is this is a game that you just you, hopefully you just don't have to play after you listen to us unless you want to. <laughs> and, and it is a, this is a mostly positive review, too. So it's not a, it was definitely a good time. But I'm just saying, like, you know. We all have like a hundred games we want to play, and if Beavis and Butthead Virtual Stupidity is like in your list, you could you could just let it fall to the bottom of that hundred after this. We we got you, maybe. I don't mm-hmm. know that. That was unearned confidence right there, but we're gonna try to well, got you. The best thing that we've learned from actually, okay, you played this game with your uh, kid, and the comment I got from you coming back on it is he said there was a a lack of VR in the game in general, uh-huh. which. It is. It's kind of a little bit disappointing. I'm looking at the front of the box. They're wearing VR helmets. Where, where was the VR, Paul? Right. It's, that's a weird thing they used to do back in the day. Like the promo art would just have nothing to do with it. Like it's just so super strange. Uh, yeah. So there is no VR. My kid, the <laughs> whole time we played this game was just like he he literally went ugh like like thirty times because I'd be like, do you get it? He's t- do you get it? He means penis, and he'd just be like, dude, like really. Like, I'm a child and this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not terrible. You're it's just Beavis and Butthead. It's funny. <laughs> right. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah. I was like, you know, he's, he's like the perfect age to, like, you know, have a laugh with dad kind of thing. And he's just like, dude, please. Honestly. Just had this disgusted <laughs> grow up look on his face. So this, it's, it's maybe just an our generation thing. Point is, it's Beavis and Butthead humor. So I'm going to say two things off the bat. If you like Beavis and Butthead, you would love this game because it's it's extremely it's got a good storyline that is okay what am i trying to really say i'm trying to say that all the elements are super familiar like you just it brings you mm-hmm. back like i haven't seen beavis and butthead probably i'm assuming like most of our listeners in 30 years i i skipped mm-hmm. the whole relaunch from a few years ago I, I i didn't subscribe to whatever stream that probably and so like mm-hmm. I, I to me this was if you like it it's like the perfect I should say, let me be a little neater with that, but not in editing this way, but just in a recap way is 
it's the perfect way to revisit Beavis and Butthead if you haven't revisited the world of Beavis and Butthead in any fashion for the last 30 years. Because it's like this nice little mm-hmm. sample of like, hey, remember this, plopped on your plate in, in a pretty fun, pretty easy game. And it was like, it, it was, it like completely satisfied the appetite. Like I sat back when I was done, like full from a giant meal. Like, ah, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was, it's all, and I, I don't need any more Beavis and Butthead probably ever again. Like that'll do. Mm-hmm. Maybe in maybe in twenty years that would be weird to have like a sixty year old me watching that. Is that what the math is? Yeah, let's not do math. Math is a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is that it's it's the perfect little dose to be with somebody if you watched it in the nineties and haven't seen it since. And the other thing mm-hmm. I'll say real quick for handing it over to Anna is that if you if you don't even know Beavis and Butthead at all, I would actually still recommend it under the caveat that you like really cheap potty humor. Because you got to know what you're getting into in that regard. Like, the, like ninety percent of the look at interacts are just a way to twist what you're looking at into being a dick for a punchline. That's that's mm-hmm. a lot of what this game is. But not to undermine it, there's a lot of good. There's there's some solid laugh out louds in this. But anyway, under those two circumstances, should you play the game? What do you think, Anna? Did, right. Is this like a? Is this an everyone game? No, well, that's a bad way to put it. I'm just gonna stop talking now, and you you start talking now. Well, let's just say that you're wondering whether or not to play the game. This is the game is essentially you want to join. You guys want to join Todd's gang and you want to get with chicks. And if you think that and maybe like stealing a tank is something that appeals to you. And I mean, like if you let's say if you're playing a game and you're in the bathroom, do you want to watch a scene where two guys talk about each other's poop while they're pooping? I do personally, and it brings me right back. I think it's fun, poop is but maybe you don't. I, I think poo is great. I think the noises are really authentic and I like bathrooms and games. So for those reasons, and if you like adventure games, yes. Uh, but especially if you're a fan, like to me, this is kind of like you kind of got to be a fan of either the novelty of the 90s or of Beavis and Butthead or a completionist, as in you want to play every adventure game out there. I don't know. I don't know how many people outside of that are, are going to play this game. Well, it's it's funny you put it that way because it reminds me of a ridiculous stat. So we're, we're speaking of kind of almost neutrality here right now. Like if you just like adventure games, blah, blah, blah. Somehow this was ranked the best adventure game by PC Gamer in 1995. Now, Whoa. I was supposed to put a short list together of other adventure games that came out in 1995. Which is what I'm <laughs> typing right now. And I forgot to. But it's like, I know we got King's Quest V. Right? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. No, that's just uh, that's that's wildly incorrect. Okay, here's the actual list. Thank God. The Dig, uh, Discworld, Space Quest Six, uh, Beavis and Oh, right. <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, this game might have made us stupider. I'm not sure. The point is, there's a lot of really good adventure games in 1995, and and this was mm-hmm. this, this one. This they were like this one. This is the best adventure game in 1995, dude. It's so not. <laughs> no, no, you know what, though? There's not a lot of great games in 95 now that I'm actually looking at it. I'm trying to keep up this facade just because I started it. But maybe they're actually onto something. And it does speak for the fact that this is a good game. Because check it out. In 95, oh, wait, it scrolls to the right. Hold on. Maybe there's suddenly, mm-hmm. oh, there's a bunch of good ones on the right. Gabriel Knight 2 is a way better game than this. 
uh, I Have No Mouth, Phantasmagoria, Full Throttle, Space Quest Six, Discworld, um, Journeyman, Simon and Sorcerer 2, Star Trek Next Generation, 11th Hour, Torn Passion, to Dig, Dark Sea 2, Prisoner of Ice. Okay, that's, that's enough. Uh, Flight of the Amazon Queen, too. That's, that's, anyway, so yeah, there, there, was, there was actually a lot of really good games in 95. It's kind of shocking that Full Throttle or, or Gabriel Knight 2 or even The Dig or Space Quest 6 for for fluck sake didn't beat this one but anyway it won game of, game of the year in 95 just go ahead and live mm-hmm. react to that what do you what do you what do you make of that i'm i think that the reason that it got that prestige is for how like in 1995 people were really really big on authentic recreations and mm. I believe this game to be an exceptionally authentic recreation mm-hmm. of the humor, the look, the sound, everything to do with the show. And and you mix that with the original content. I mean, not all of it's original content for the game, but you mix that with the original content, the name, the fact that Beavis and Butthead was so huge right at that time, the fact mm-hmm. that it got picked up by every magazine, by every gamer ranking, uh, giving it, you know, high scores, at least four out of fives, it was flying off the shelves because of the recognizability of the characters. So I I believe it was sort of all of those culminating in an ultimate, this has got to be the best game because it has all of those elements going for it. But I I don't think that that amounts to it being the best written because honestly, there is really no storyline. I mean, you compare it to Gabriel Knight or something that actually has a story. You're like, no, obviously no contest, but was the stuff with the best storyline what was selling best coming off the shelves? Like were people like banging down the doors of the staples going, give me Gabriel Knight, right? Probably not. Right. Well, so, what, what popularity. Is, it's a good example of, of really what you're, you're laying out because it's it doesn't have a good storyline or sorry, it doesn't have a complex storyline because it's such a faithful adaptation. Like it is so, <laughs> so authentic to the IP that it shouldn't have a complex <laughs> well storyline. It's Beavis and Butthead. Right. So the, and because I started to write the storyline for this episode and, and here's how far I got. Join Todd's gang. That's that's it. That's 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 the story. That's you, all you I want, got to. You want to join Todd's gang? That's and just a bunch you, of shit happens, and then in between, you. there's three music videos. Huh? That's Sorry, an episode of Beavis and Butthead. A wrecking ball, isn't it? A bunch. Please. That's what it is. Yes, exactly. And yeah, <laughs> I mean Todd is pretty cool, so I get it. But you know, <laughs> Todd is pretty cool. It was it was a lot of. Um, it was a, like, we're going to go over the storyline. Don't think that we forgot and we're just going to ramble off the whole time. But I feel that the whole game was kind of like, it was a collaboration of things. It was like, here's a room, here's some random items scattered around the room. Here's a puzzle because this is what you do in these kind of games, but I'm not there for the puzzle. I'm not even there for the picking up the thing off the floor, or I just, I want to hear what they're going to say. I want them to make me laugh. I want them to be familiar to the show. I'm looking for Beavis and Butthead in an interactive experience because honestly, you've got these like mini games that don't even connect with the real game. Like they're right. just random. You you can win them, you can lose them. Like there's one where you need to spit on the principal's head with the green loogie <clears throat> before he'll vacate. It, you know, and you need to spit, you need to hit things an X amount of times to get a special colored loogie. That's fair. But other than that, the games are kind of like, yeah, this is fun. 
this is cool. It's a neat little mini game, but it doesn't advance the game. So it's all like it's a bunch of mishmash, which is exactly what we were we were coming to this game or this show for too. Like it's like everything is the news is harsh, everything's crazy, everything's serious. Well, now we're gonna sit and watch Beavis and Butthead, these two kids that fart and watch heavy metal music videos. Right. It was a really nice. It was a really nice escape in that regard too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to the mini games, I'll say that the the one one thing I didn't like was that the only mini game that was necessary is the first one. Um, yep. The first one I would also say is, is for me was the only fun one. I really liked it. The, mm-hmm. the like the mechanics, mm-hmm. um, the timing you had to spit like ahead of things because of the wind. It, that was just it was really well done. I was like obsessing over trying to figure out how they might have coded it. And it was it was it was a good game and it, it's old school because it made me think of how soft things have gotten game wise now because it takes ten shots to get the green loogie and they give you the green mm-hmm. loogie and if you miss with that you have to do ten more to get another one. That's old school shit. Because mm-hmm. nowadays it'd be like, oh, you've unlocked the green loogies. You know what I mean? This one's like, no, you unlocked mm-hmm. a green loogie. If you miss, you're going to do it 10 more times, grind and get another one. But like, anyway, mm-hmm. that one was really fun. But my only gripe was that that's a necessary mini game. And then it turns out all the other ones are not necessary. You don't have to do them. Not at all. And I didn't, I didn't know that because the first one taught me that they were, right? So that's, that's what I was getting at. So basically the, the bug insect one is no fun. I did not like that one. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? With I thought it was candy. Dumb, except I didn't even understand it. They were all running either. away with the food. If you burn them, they fall over, but only for a little bit. Sometimes <laughs> if they drop the food, somebody else takes the food. I'm just like, I am so glad I do not need to progress in this game. I'm acknowledging that it exists and right. I'm good. I'm saying I tried it. <laughs> we're both like, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I don't like it because I don't get everything it. Everything moved too fast yeah. and everything was just <laughs> happening all at once. I was just like, what am I supposed to be doing here? Oh my God. Just exactly like that. Um, all right. So, so there's, there's, all right, let's take a swing at the, the, what there was of a story, right? So, so you start mm-hmm. out in the high school, right? You're in science class mm-hmm. messing with the frog. Okay. Everybody gather around. This is like the small, the short story part of the episode. Like, what is the story for Beavis and Byte? And it's like, you're in school, you got to figure out a way to get out of school. And, you know, cause you're Beavis and Byte, right? Like that's, you're only escaping. Right. Yeah. Sorry. I was just, re- yeah. The gang thing doesn't come up till after you escape. So really th- they start you off with the goal to escape from school, knowing that that's what you'll just try to do being Beavis and Butthead. Like there's no reason mm-hmm. to escape school other than your Beavis and Butthead in school. Right. Right. Well, you were supposed to get out to meet somebody. You're you're taught or whoever. He's like, you have to get out of school because we're we're all supposed to hook up. So you had to leave. So you had a reason to leave. Did you? You got that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right at the beginning. Fair enough. All right. Because when you go up to the teacher too, you're like, oh man, I got a place to be, and she's like, shut the hell up and sit the heck down. But I like that. I, I mean, it takes me to Willie Beamish. You're yeah, in a classroom. Totally. These are the items you have. How do you escape? Okay, now you're in the hallway. How do you get to the next phase without getting told you have to go back to the classroom and start all over again? So it did have those Willie Beamish vibes. Well, I guess it's before Willie Beamish, isn't it? A little. So. Uh, I don't. No, I think Beamish would have been older. I think Beamish was like ninety three. But now I got we got to find out because right, we can't raise questions. What if people are stuck driving and they can't search it and they're like, "You bastards." I need closure on when <laughs> Willie Beamish came out. It was 91. Holy Ooh, money. way earlier. Speaking Damn. of way earlier, uh, Beavis and Butthead just existed way earlier than I thought. So the game mm-hmm. came out in 95. 
the movie uh, Do America came out in 96, and I think the show started in 93. Mm-hmm. Might be 92. Wouldn't be a dick about it. I don't. I don't know. Some something like that. But I thought. I thought the whole thing was like more ninety six, seven, eight. Like I didn't know it was like kind of like the earlier nineties. Like I basically mm-hmm. had no idea. Be with somebody that was out in ninety three. I would have never guessed that. I thought it came out way later. Mm-hmm. I, I'm probably mixing it up almost with South Park. Like I like thinking it came out more like end of nineties controversy stuff. But I guess not. Mm-hmm. So there was like an old story going around. I don't know if it was ever true because it was before good internet before Google and such before Netscape. And, and it was like that kids dropped a bowling ball off a bridge. Cause Beavis and Butthead did. Did you ever hear that? I remember that. I okay. totally remember that okay. actually. Awesome. Yeah, I totally do. So who knows if that shit's even true. I mean, a quick search would reveal it, but where's the fun mystery in that? Um, okay. So anyway, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> escape from school. And then this basically the, a large part of this game is, is trying to figure out or trying to imagine what thing should be given to what person. Like, mm-hmm. like a lot of this game is trying to imagine who would want this inventory item. So mm-hmm. like you, you collect stuff, but it's in, and it's in a fun way because every character from the IP, except for I think Stuart and his parents are in this game and they're all the original mm-hmm. voice actors, which is really cool. They didn't cheap out. Um, so like Mr. Anderson's Hank Hill voice and you know, it's, it's all there. Um, and, and so that makes it fun bringing different like inventory items to different people. But I would say that the game could be the gameplay could be summed up in like two, two notions. One being that it's all inventory based and the other being that you, you look at the inventory and you decide who you think should have it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Find the items, pick it up. If you don't see it, then, you know, it's not there. You don't need hotspots because there's really not a lot of things on each page. If you're missing something, it's probably because you're not looking in most cases. It's just some of the, some of the combining of things can get a little bit like, like uh, when you're playing the game, everything makes a lot of sense. Everything's right there in front of you. You can grab everything you want, but then like, it'll get to this point where all of a sudden you can't progress any further. And like, there was a few times where I'm just like, I don't understand what to do to move to the next phase like there was okay easy one very beginning of the game you're supposed to like go into the gym and jump onto the springboard which takes you onto the rocker horse thing and then it's simple you have to jump back onto the springboard again (laughs) it took me forever to figure that back out i'm like yeah i jumped onto here and now i can't reach the ladder and and that's not even a moon logic-y one, but that just the game was kind of like that. It's like everything's super easy. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And then I'll get stuck on like, well, just one one silly little thing. And, and the few times I had to look it up, it was just like, oh, well, moon logic-y. Right, right. It's it's it gets it gets harder as it goes along. Like the first half of the game was really breezy and like that's when I had nothing but positive things to say about it. Cause it was like it was just <laughs> like a fun ride. It was so I would like imagine games like this, like the idea for me as a kid was always like, I want to be that person. I want to like walk in their shoes a day in the life of, and and that's why I never connected with like, like a lot of console games and side scrollers. Cause I'm like, no, I want to like, I want to feel like I'm the Ninja Turtles. I don't want to just run and, you know, jump over shit and kill things and not get killed by things. I want to like mm-hmm. walk around their world and like experience what that would be like. And that's what this game does. Perfect. Where it's like, if you mm-hmm. wanted to, explore the, the world of, I don't know their town name, but if you want to walk around their town name, um, the, like this, this is the ultimate game for that. You get to go to all the places in the show. The, the pixel art 
uh, is is uh, not Willie Beamish, almost maybe Sam and Max. It's like you know, very high resolution mm-hmm. pixel art to where it's basically just jagged cartoon, I guess, right? Like it, it's it's pretty cartoon, yeah, pixely. Yeah, it is. It's cartoony, pixely. Oh my god, I just realized why I sucked at the Ant Hill game. Hmm. I'm just I'm reading a hint now, and I missed it. You use the left mouse button to get the insects with the magnifying glass, and then you use the right mouse button when they're all together to stomp the ground and try to kill them all at the same time. Okay, I knew the stomp, but you only get one of those. Like I per, didn't even know round. you could have a stomp. <laughs> I didn't even get the right. stomp. I just kept burning them over and over and going. Because if you depressing. hold it long what enough, they start to burn. So I didn't think you had to push a button. Okay. Oh. See, I didn't know that. Interesting. Well, you wouldn't think that. Okay. Like, and then there's, a, I will say real quick, one of the mini games, this will, this will wrap up the mini games. Cause I think the only other one was the music one. And that was, that mm-hmm. was really cool. I mean, I didn't mess with it like at all. I just was not feeling in the mood for any of that nonsense, but from like a scripting point of view, I was so impressed. Like, this is so cool. It's like, you'd be a little mm-hmm. keyboard with, with three different sounds, two of which are farts and burps, and you can record any song you want and play it back and stuff. And it's just like, yeah, it works really good. It was great. My husband was on the couch with his friend. They were trying to watch something on the TV and I cranked it and I started playing songs and then recording them and then going, look, look, it plays it back too. And then I'd play it back for them and they just, they ended up wandering away. So (laughs) they just walked away. (laughs) They did. They both just were like, uh, and it cleared the room and I was like, this is beautiful. So I'm going to keep that on deck. (laughs) They don't like that beaver and butt face. I don't know why I just made your family Southern like that. I'm sorry. Sorry, James and Jacob. It's all right, y'all. And calls for Okay, so (laughs) plus positives of this. Good storyline. It's it's simple. It's effective. Um, Faithful elements. Like, sorry, familiar elephants. (laughs) (laughs) That's an elephant in the room here. (laughs) Words are hard. (laughs) Familiar elephants. So the point... You're elements. in a school. Thank you. Elements yeah. of okay. You're in the school and you have to get out of the school. And it starts with being in the school and it ends with shooting loogies, which we already explained. Yes. So right. that yes, that's what we were doing. And then after you do that, it's kinda of, okay, the concept's cool because you end up in an overhead map after you get out of the school to do your thing and you've got all your places, but you have limited places because you haven't done things yet. And as you go through and do the quests you'll get this like wicked like guitar riff thing like it's like that and then one of the places and you play will open up on the map you're like oh there's the text it sounds just like that yeah and and it's kind of cool and it's kind of satisfying because you you know the cutscenes in this game are totally satisfying too like some games you're playing for the gameplay in this game you're kind of playing for the cutscenes because you want to hear them you want to see what's going to happen you want to see what they're going to do you're going to want to watch the little mini cartoons so it's like it's super satisfying to get that little bit of story progression and it all made sense it was very like linear you go out you explore it if you do this it'll unlock this right you have to you you eventually figure out you need to go to a taxidermist and do all these other things uh it's very very like it doesn't leave you to go to a million places and figure out what you want to do it does kind of guide you a little like and as it slowly opens up yeah all the way through it that way yeah yeah that's a great point because it's as they introduce things on the map they do it in a way that's like hey go go here now you want to go here Mm -hmm. but when they know you're going to want to go to the new place anyway but they do a good job of like yeah 
you, you okay that's a good way to say how, how they almost daisy chain the, the the gameplay together which is do a task and complete it unlock a place on the map go there first mm-hmm. be told what the next thing is right and then you mm-hmm. use the whole map for for that thing once you get that done a new place unlocks go there first find out what to do blah 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 so yeah that's a great way to, to, to lay out how how the game progresses and it just keeps on giving like the map really kept just kept unlocking places i was kind of surprised <laughs> they had a lot up their sleeve there like they just one after another because it already starts out with like burger the burger world and and um what a burger i forgot what it's called doesn't matter um yeah the burger world uh, the little gas station convenience store place you've got the house with the neighborhood you've got the school when you first start up and there's the park, the park. you can go to exactly exactly yeah. and then from there they i mean you it, it it almost triples in size like they really just keep mm-hmm. keep breaking these places out like the the veterans place and the coffee shop and the jail and so on and so forth but yeah so did you how i need to know okay the coolest place i thought if you're just exploring it and you're kind of getting the lay of the land was the coffee house because there was so darn many puzzles to figure out at the coffee house and and one of the puzzles you have to um make yourself oh i guess we're just going through the game so if you're thinking there isn't going to be spoilers i guess we're just we're just talking about the game at this point but you, you have to turn yourself into cornholio to be able to get the strength to open up a tank were you able to just pop off that like did you clue in because by the time i'd get back to where the tank was i I didn't realize cornholio was like a semi-permanent state of being after you left the coffee shop right right yeah no i had the same here it wasn't like it, it took leaving there and realizing that he was and and then at no point was i like oh i bet because he's cornholio he's strong enough to now open the tank door i was more just like yeah at the vet trying different places out almost yeah. like he would cornholio was almost like an inventory item i'm just clicking it on sheet at this point like well he's got to do something because they went through the trouble of programming him this way um but mm-hmm. what i did like about that puzzle was the fact that you just kind of just take the coffee like it was that was weird right it's like this huge <laughs> build up so and the guy's like no you can't have any coffee if you don't have any money and then he like goes to serve a table and you just you just take the coffee it was kind of refreshing <laughs> Yeah, you drink everybody's coffee right off their tables, which is beautiful. And that's the pre-setup. So, and, and there's the hint that you need to be able to carry it on because when you get the coffee guy out of the way and you're able to just drink it out of his dispenser, you turn into Cornholio. But if you lose Cornholio and you come back, you can't drink out of the initial three coffee cups to start it again. You're already at that point. Mm-hmm. All you have to do now is just drink your final coffee to get the Cornholio to take it off and test it out again to see what you can do with it. Right. And the final coffee being the one that, that the main dispensary for the whole restaurant that the manager guards. And when he goes off to a table, which he does immediately in a jokey sense and, and just like yeah. a, the developers almost just like, here you go here. Yeah. You, you can have this one, <laughs> which is really nice. But it's funny. It, it made me laugh and it made, you know, it, when I wasn't playing terrible music with it, it made other people in the room laugh. So that was like, it was the kind of game that drew people's attention, even if they weren't playing it especially when he goes into like Cornholio because everybody loves that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking about the the objects because you had mentioned earlier, like no hotspots and, but the, but finding things isn't a problem and it's not, and it's almost like they, they do it in a way like the approach I took was like, everything will be a hotspot. Like, okay. As, as far mm-hmm. lunchbox, please. I'm trying to be serious for a second. As far as like having how to handle hotspots when you don't want to do hotspot markers. So, so then mm-hmm. it's like it breaks into you could either just do everything's a hotspot or in their case, they're like nothing's a hotspot except for what is 
blatantly there to click on. Like, cause yeah. you get these hand painted drawings. So like they are background. So they do that thing where interactable objects are like more saturated and brighter than in the rest <laughs> of the room. Like, especially when it's hand painted and then the objects and, and, pixel art where it's just like that's that's definitely the thing to click there the not painted thing on the table like and, mm-hmm. and so you just know yeah which, which is a great way to do it it's, it's and and i would say to that to that i guess i don't know whatever right because that's a great you know adjective for good. things is it's the they easy did it. oh go ahead sorry i was just saying they did it really good i'm sorry um it's they made it when Beavis and Butthead would take something or do something, they acted sneaky too. Like they, they actually like fourth wall, like not fourth wall. They, they made it realer. <laughs> they made yeah. it more real because when they'd go to take something or do something right in front of somebody blatantly, they'd kind of like look around and <laughs> like, they knew you were not supposed to just go ahead and take it. And, and it was almost like silly how blatantly you could take stuff out from in front of people, but they didn't ignore how silly it was. They nodded to it. Dude, yes. And that, that's, that's kind of what bring me to like one of the best parts of this game, which was not only the, the interactions between the two of them, but the, the, the look ats and the interacts, there was so many, there was, there was so much to look at. Like it had that old school Sierra vibe in a sense where you could, you could really have a, a couple of really great laughs. Like if you do play this game, really try to fight the, the urge to like walk through, through it or just get through it. Cause it's a great mm-hmm. game for just literally exploring. Cause it's not super hard. Yeah, at least the first the half. And yeah, there's so mm-hmm. many good look at responses. Like if you don't, mm-hmm. if you don't mess with them and you just do the thing you're supposed to do, you really miss out. Like there's some really funny lines. And I guess I think what I'm trying to, to, to better put it is the best lines in this game are, are the lines that you just happen to find looking at stuff. It's it. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily like the the plot lines in the game. I just I, like all the stuff that made me really laugh was stuff that that I would have missed if I wasn't just clicking on shit for the sake of clicking. I agree. On. Yeah, sweet. Okay, that means it was cohesive or <laughs> at least understandable. Um, okay, I wanted to give everybody just a quick like taste of what it would actually be like to play. So here's here's just a few things you have to do in the game. Um, you have to make roadkill into a plushie. Um, you have to make a condom balloon animal, which, which had one of the, one of the better lines in the game game was, um, they fill, they fill a condom up with air cause you're going to make it into a balloon animal. And then when he fills it up with air, he's like, air has a big schlong. And I was, <laughs> that's so good. That's so creative, man. That was, that was an especially good line. Like air itself as a big schlong because it filled the condom all the way up that was really funny um, i know that one made me laugh so hard it was just good and the way they say it like i said we told we we said to each other we're not gonna like try to copy them but it just was so know, hard just then not to yeah but you're right yeah it's no i felt to. that yeah. safer <laughs> um okay there's uh and would you you end up in jail at one point? So you use soap on the floor to have a cop slip on it. Um, and the cop the cop gets eaten by a crazy inmate under the bed, or I mean, at least I don't know if he gets eaten. I kind of it kind of reads that way, <laughs> but mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and, and so you get his keys, and I got two more. Um, oh wait, just one more. Well, we already said that. I have no more because <laughs> I had co- coffee for corn- cornholio for tank, which is a funny progression, um, and. I just wrote down that you need a quarter twice, which I thought was <laughs> really stupid. Really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah, two qu- and two books, and one book was pointless. 
because I had a book and then I gave it to the guy under the bed and then you have to get a second book. And I was like, I thought that I wasn't supposed to give away the first book because I was like, nothing happened. The dude just came out from under the bed and grabbed the book and then right. disappeared. But I was right. like, well, then I got to give him another book. Okay, I'll give him another book then. Yes, you're right. That was another one I happened into. You give him for the for the animal eye, for the glass eye, you get the, the actual book you need. Mm-hmm. I think that was it. Well, in the reason the quarter thing, it didn't annoy me. It just baffled me. I'm just like, it, you've got a whole world of objects to work with. Why would you just, you know, be like, I don't know, let's do a quarter again. Like, it was just weird because one of the, I forgot the other quarters used, but one of the, I think it was for something predictable, like a pay phone. I don't remember. But the, uh, the one quarter is like, you give it to the prisoner and he uses it to like, I don't even know. He opens up the door that shows that he dug out of jail. So I don't know if they're insinuating that he, dug out with a quarter or he needed a quarter to lift that seat up. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Or like, did he just want you to give him the quarter to prove that you were going to be okay with not tattling on his space? I think this guy, you give him the quarter and he uses the payphone when he gets out of jail after he crawls through the hole. That's Um, must have been what it been. Okay. So I guess there is some reason behind it. Anyway, Mm -hmm. that's kind of no fun. I don't have a reason for it. Sorry. And then the other thing we got to mention too is, of course, you can you can watch the videos. So you sit on the couch and you can yeah. watch the music videos, and they make fun of the music videos. But all of that is straight from uh, regular episodes, including the quips. They just kind of like suck it out of an episode, put it right into the game. And then if you watch more than three videos, if you go to watch the TV a fourth time, they just start like humping the couch and doing the hump dance, standing up, and it's really really funny. Yeah, it is. There's, man, it's it's such a shame. It's so hard to convey some of the humor of this. So much of it is based on their voices. Like, it really is. I mm-hmm. I, I think if, if I was to almost try and have some sort of, like, introspective analysis on why they worked and why they were – why that show was as popular as it was considering it's it's always been recognized as being kind of shallow humor. But it, a mm-hmm. lot of it is just the voices. It's just the voices and how they – like, the way that Beavis delivers things, like, kind of under his breath, like – Again, I'm not going to do the voices. You're all going to have to work that out. But one of the lines was, um, <laughs> but it's like, mm-hmm. he's like, don't be a wuss. And Beavis says, oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 like, as if he forgot to not be one. It's just like. <laughs> I love it. Oh, dude, lines like that, man, they were just killing it. They just absolutely landed. So, yeah, this is this is. Okay, well, hold on. I mean, instead of getting frantic, we, we just covered like examples of what you do in the game. Um, the whole Todd thing, it doesn't really matter. It, it's just it's a it's just one of those linear, not even fetch quests for side characters, but it's just like a you work your way back to the point. You know, like the, yeah, like the whole time you are trying to get to Todd. And, and the jail thing slightly ties in with it. And there's always like a false lead here and a false lead there, but really you're just, you're, you're doing stuff to follow a lead. And, and then like the mm-hmm. last lead ends up being what helps you get to Todd where you have to get the keys. Cause it's like, yeah. I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of these, like the puzzles that I just listed off with the, the balloon animals and like getting the, the squirrel plushie for for the janitor, like it's all making your way there. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. none of it's for the sake of trying to give like a, like a, I don't know, not chronological, but like some, something trying to give the listeners like in order of what happens, like it doesn't really matter. 
right? Or am I wrong with that? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it, none of it matters as far as the order. It's just a bunch of silly Beavis and Butthead stuff. And the very last thing you do gets you to Todd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Okay. It's all like that. It's kind of silly and nonsensical. And it's all it's all just for the point of having the content within the game to hear the sounds that everybody hears from the game, to hear the voices, to see the cutscenes, And that is the point. And it kind of feels that way all the way through. And I'm okay with it. Okay, so when you're, anyways, what I didn't really say is when you're done in the town, you end up in jail, and within the jail, there's a bit of a psych ward, and I've always liked that aspect in a game where you're like, you're in an incarceration, you need to escape out of the room, they did that, they even did it in Monkey Island when you're, you know, imprisoned on the ship that's a very new Monkey Island game, and you have to get out of your bunk by going around the outside of the boat, I kind of like that idea, so you, you go into jail, there's just the one room, and then, it's stupid, oh, right, and I actually ran into a bug in this room, So what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to have a specific interaction with somebody in the room and the guard is supposed to come in, drop his keys like it's no big deal, and then you can unlock the door and walk around the jail freely for the rest of the game. So what happened was um, you have to feed the soap to this crazy guy underneath the bed and you have to do all of this in a very specific order. So Mm -hmm. I didn't do it in the order you're supposed to do it in and the guard came in and did his big wrangle, but nothing appeared on the ground. Nothing happened. And it wasn't until I clicked the soap on the dude under the bed again, the piece of the soap, and then I clicked the piece of the soap on um, Butthead or Beavis. And then all of a sudden, the keys that the guard was supposed to have dropped appeared on the ground randomly out of nowhere. And it wasn't until I went online, because I'm like, well, where did these keys come from, that I learned that the guard was supposed to have dropped them when he came in the room. But due to my order of operations, he didn't. But anyways, only bug I came across. It was not a game-breaking bug. Um, You do that. There's this weirdo (laughs) under the bed. You sort him out, and you go to the psych ward, and you have to like get things away from people in there. And then there's a dude with a quarter and you have to like get the quarter away from him and there's like the butch guard because you know in these games they're always making fun of I'm not even supposed to say that I don't even know but they're always making fun of like stereotypes of people because that's the 90s right that's what they did they made fun of stereotypes you've got the weightlifter dude that's what they did they they had a sense of humor it was crazy he should have been it's crazy imagine that nobody got offended but yeah you get all these guys it's it's not even a very big place you've got your main jail room you've got the main jail with nothing in it you've got your one outside yard room which is like an extended room because it's a doubler You, you can walk across two scenes without it having to load a new scene and then you've got your one room inside the little psych ward but they, they do pack an awful lot into it and like i think you brought it up to me too that after the jail you're in with todd the game could have ended and just been a really short game right there yeah it gets it gets really convoluted the second half or at least the last quarter being generous and mm-hmm. and yeah it felt like i felt like they were like oh shit this game isn't long enough cuz it's super mm-hmm. breezy and it's like it's really fun and it's a it's better when it's easy. Like it's, it's the kind of game that, that it's not a smart game. <laughs> so mm-hmm. like, please don't try to, to have like mind melting puzzle. You know what I mean? Like we don't, it's not, it, it's, it's not a time for like complexity. It, it's a time mm-hmm. for Beavis and Butthead. So like, just keep the puzzles Beavis and Butthead, man. Don't make them, don't make them like over, don't make them into something they wouldn't think of. And I'm not even saying they necessarily do that, but they lose like the spirit of that because the second half of the game, everything just gets convoluted and it, and, it, and it all it does is take up time because it's like to get one thing done, now you have to do a bunch of things. And what a good example, well, an okay example I'll give you is, <laughs> is a squirrel. You have to get a squirrel mm-hmm. hit by a car. 
Um, mm-hmm. Because, okay, here's what you actually need. You need... It's a bit of a long puzzle, actually, this one. Yeah, do tell. <laughs> you, yeah, you need Ultimately, you need a squirrel plushie, basically, like a taxidermied yes. squirrel to give to a janitor... Was this is actually just for the for the all for the car to get into that girl's locker anyway? But it, we'll just leave it at to give to the janitor for for mm-hmm. other reasons. But that's how a game works, right? One thing unlocks another, so we we won't put it all on this shoulders. But you, basically, you need a taxidermied squirrel to give to a janitor because he loves critters, which is your only hint. And it's man, mm-hmm. it is just enough of a hint, I guess, because he just yeah. says I love critters, and you're like, ah, why did why did he say that? He must have said it because he wants a taxidermied squirrel. I know it. <laughs> Obviously. It happens every time someone's into critters. Like, exactly. Of times, and like, I'm like, at that point, I'm just I'm thankful for the hint, I guess. But the point is to get the squirrel, and I don't remember all in detail, <laughs> but you basically have to get the squirrel hit by a car and then get the dude to move his car, which actually one of the funny lines I've noted comes from that scene because it's like just overtly, like just super uh, – just super white tennis guy. I don't know how else to put it. He comes out and, <laughs> and he's the owner of the car and he says drat and he just drops it perfectly. Like, Oh, drat my friggin' car. You know, like just imagine Dave Chappelle's white guy voice. That's what he sounds like. Um, it but was 10 years earlier. Too because he's like, um, ah, oh, my car's gone. This sucks. You know? And then you're like, Oh, it's probably valet service. He's like, okay, so what should, maybe it was stolen. This dude drive it away. He's like, okay, what should I do? You're like, I don't know. Just wait. He's like, yeah, maybe I should just wait. I bet the car will just come back. And he kind of shrugs his shoulders and walks yeah, off. Yeah. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cool. Okay. That's right, I was like was... expecting him to be pissy. <laughs> or, but it's, he says that your car went for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> they do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and this is a great way to highlight the pros. Why we're even though we're critiquing it, we're still saying to play it because you will still laugh through this bullshit. But but the said bullshit is that so you killed the squirrel and then you get him run over by the car and then you got to move the car and then it's like you, you do enough and maybe that was enough for the original design of the game. But then the part of the game that's like oh shit, this has only been two hours. This isn't enough game. Game is like well now to get the squirrel you need a spatula. Which is like, mm-hmm. okay, come on, guys. Like that, that that was enough for me to stop playing and to write a note for this episode saying, what the <laughs> fuck game? Like, come on, game. Fuck off with that. Like, you need a spatula to get the, like, it's, because it's not that cartoony or jokey of a world to be like, I gotta, you know, get a spatula to scoop it off the road. Like, it was just very stupid and, and just padding. Very padding because getting us doing that is, is more of an inconvenience than maybe making a sound because it's like you got to go find the thing that works. You don't know it's a spatula. You probably don't have it. You know, then you got to like go get a spatula and, and you could all that to yeah. be like, oh, my God, this was for the squirrel. Jesus. <laughs> it was kind of funny, too, because when you talk to the taxidermist about getting something taxidermied, it shows you the graphic of what the squirrel looks like after you've grabbed it with the spatula as part of the conversational uh, icon. And not only that, but the squirrel, when you do remove it from the ground with the spatula, looks like a stick, right? Right, right. Totally does. Exactly. Looks like a log. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, this just reminded me of a really weird con I, I wanted to mention with this with this game is, um, okay, so they use a, an hourglass for the weight thing. And mm-hmm. uh, the problem with that, is, and it's funny because like AGS, like, you know, you, you can use, you can do this with AGS, but the, the problem is, is that when you click on something in, in a, animation plays the the weight thing mm-hmm. is where you clicked last so basically the hourglass mm-hmm. was always covering 
the thing. And I was just like, I felt so bad for the animators and the and the art team because they had so many. There's one of the biggest positives to this game for me was there's like a thousand super tiny custom animations. Like just mm-hmm. it must have been a remarkable pain in the dick to put this game together in that oh sense because there was so many and there's with they're done so with good. love you can you can feel it you're like wow that tiny little movement where he yes. looked down and over I could feel the feeling out of it on it like thank you for pointing that out and that's a, that's a great way to put it too because it's like they, they do mm-hmm. it in a way that you know that it was a one off for this moment mm-hmm. this tiny mm-hmm. little moment got its whole own animation that took probably a day. And then the mm-hmm. fucking hourglass thing would be covering it because it's like the hourglass mm-hmm. pops up wherever you clicked last. And and yes, you yeah. could move it out of the way, but it's like, <laughs> it makes me sound ridiculous. But you know how we all are. You're, you're gamers like us. And it's like, mm-hmm. we can we complain about everything as far as like the littlest bits of movement here. And it's like for every single thing you do, you got to remember to move it out of the way so you can see it proper. And it just doesn't happen. So I don't know. Like, And I remember reading about on the gun on AGS forum and, and I don't, it might have even been... In one of Trolls' videos, somebody had said somewhere, hey, if, you, if you're if you just starting out in AGS, use nothing for the weight cursor. Mm-hmm. Just not, you mm-hmm. put, literally, uh, you have to feed AGS a, a blank PNG, an empty PNG for it. For, mm-hmm. So, so in, in a super nerdy technical level, it is it is showing you a cursor. It's just a transparent one. But you, yeah, you give, you give mm-hmm. AGS a, a blank thing. So when instead of like an hourglass to block shit that's happening, you see nothing at all. And they should have done that. Hmm. <laughs> I totally get that. You know what? I have a ringtone I downloaded called Silent for my phone because sometimes it won't let me give something not a ringtone. It mm. forces it. So I have to download Silent. So, so yeah, cool. there's a ringtone, but it's silent. <laughs> right. Dude, that's such a great, great example of exactly what I'm talking about, too. That's great. Very <laughs> cool. Um, okay. All right. So, so anyway, it's, 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 that's a good, I guess, pro and con. And I, I was thinking this... Uh, offhand a moment ago too i wanted to, to ask you if you had like a just like a random because this this episode okay maybe it didn't end up as structured as we thought it might be or as the thimbleweed park one but i almost blame the game for that because you know i'm, I'm a lunatic um no but because the, the thimbleweed that episode we, we had an odd amount of it was an odd amount of structure let's just say for us i say structure lightly mm-hmm. Um, but it's like the game helped with that because we could follow the long, complicated plot of the game through the episode. Whereas this one's just mm-hmm. there's there's none of that. Where it is just like kind of a wasteland out here of, of fart and dick jokes. So so in the spirit of that, do you have like a, a random pro and a random con that you could give? Kind of in the sense of like, and now I'm just talking so you can think of something. Um, but kind of in the sense of pro is like there's a lot of little animations. Con is like they. they fucking block a lot of them <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah well a pro in this game is exactly i think the reason that it won the award that it did it's faithful to the original show it's funny it's within the genre that i like it to be it made me laugh randomly and even though the con being that there was a little more moon logic than i tend to like in a game it was worth it to play through it was worth it not to go to run through the hints and i think it's even worth it just to make sure you didn't miss any little interactions to to look at everything that's in a room even if you can't do anything with it and just see what's going on Mm -hmm. that's a good one just like it rewards the spirit of exploration in general. And it, it does mm-hmm. that in a really impressive way. Cause it, it's, it has, it has, it, it feels like almost the best of Sierra and the best of LucasArts together. 
And 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 that's because mm-hmm. there's there's they cut no corners when it comes to look at and interact descriptions for things. Well, at least look at, and and on the other hand, it's done in a very simplistic, clean, neat sort of way. Um, it, it uses the same verb coin that uh, like full throttle mm-hmm. uses. Full throttle. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah, it's got this Lucasy presentation, but there's with also some of the best parts of Sierra, which was just like things that they almost feel hidden when you discover them, even though they're not, you know, you're just clicking on stuff, but it's like, they feel, you feel rewarded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Calm. What do you got for a calm? I already threw it in there. That little bit of moon logic. Otherwise right. I thought it was funny. I thought the sound was spot on. The music was really funny. The sound effects were funny. Dude. Like I love the potty humor. So fart and burp your way to a good time with Beavis and Butthead's virtual stupidity, even if there is a distinct lack of VR. Yeah, exactly. That's a nice full circle. It's yeah, it's, 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 this is, this is like a greasy burger. It's not, it's not like a filet mignon. It's just that you know what you're getting, you know what you ordered and it's really good. And mm-hmm. it's, um, the ending's good. It's, it's worth seeing through. I think I got through all my notes, man. Um, I wanted to say an honorary shout to the fact this is that's not how honorary shouts work. I used the wrong whatever. But the best rope use in adventure games is in this game. Because <laughs> he's yes. like, you Actually, take a, that was really good. You take the rope, and he's like, you know, I bet we're gonna need this somewhere. And and then just like, of course, it's an adventure game. Like, of course, we got a rope, and of course, we're gonna need it. And then that rope ends up being what ties you up and puts you in the back of a trunk. And, yeah. And it's because two girls did it. So they're just like, told you we were going to need it. And they're all stoked about mm-hmm. it. And it's just, yeah, that was awesome. Um, and then uh, I guess that's the origin of Daria and all that, isn't it? The Beavis and Butthead games. She was one of them in there. And yeah, then she, she got her own show, her own spin off, and her own game and all that other stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And the very I've last thing this that. game says on the screen is, thanks for playing, dumbass, which I thought was great. Yeah. <laughs> they, they bait you through the whole credits too. They're just like, when's the cool thing going to happen? It's like, oh, just wait. The cool thing's going to happen. Yeah, but, but we're still here. When's the cool thing going to happen? It's like, yeah. And then you get your uh-huh. little clip at the end. There is a cool thing to happen, so it's okay. It was such a nice way of saying, like, don't you judge us. You played it. You know, <laughs> you, this game isn't stupid. You played it. What does that make you? Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, so yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome game. And I mean that sincerely, like I would. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you're the reason we're playing it or you're the reason I played it. Right. So. Sorry about that. Well, no, it worked out. It worked out. <laughs> I did. I had played it when I was a kid too. I didn't remember any of it, though, mm-hmm. but I, I would still yeah. recommend it. I still think it's a lot of fun. Um, it's it's probably not a good game for a walkthrough because it's not the kind of game you want to just get to the point. Like it is really about it's like the fast. that mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And see, yeah, if you're going to play at least for the first half, just know that you can do it for the first half. And if you want to use one mm-hmm. for the second, maybe you should. <laughs> In yeah, and don't even feel bad about it. It's totally, it's okay. It's totally, so, yeah. You've, you did a whole half. Yeah, get out there. there. It's, it's easy to find on various sites. It's, I don't know if it's just out there to download randomly. Like, yar, yo, ho, ho. Yes, that would be the that would be the technique. But yeah, okay, that's that's my feeling. Go play the game, or if you're not sure if you want to go play the game, you know, hit the back button and listen to this episode again because this, this is a good version too. Exactly. Yeah, and and and, and to my yar yo ho ho, it's 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 Viacom. 
They're, they're going to be mm-hmm. fine. Okay, this is all taken yeah. into consideration, folks. I wouldn't be re- I wouldn't be reckless, but yeah, they they'll be fine. Um, and it's you know, it's 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 on eBay too, I guess. But yeah, check it out or don't. And I sound like I'm about to say the stuff that Anna says, but I'm not. So here's me. I'm just going to no. fall back. So let's have a look in ye old mailbag today and see what's in there. Let's see this, that, and that. We have a letter from Brian. Welcome hey, to the mailbag Brian. segment. Sorry, I yelled before I had the can up. <laughs> it was really, it was worth it. Probably the, the, the haste in it. <clears throat> it. It was good. So he's written in with a, a really, really important email that discusses some of the uh, the things we were talking about before. One of them being the pronunciation of uh, our friend Jared from gold rush now notice that i continued saying it the way that i did before and that's Uh. simply because as a fact checker brian has been out there sort of seeing what's up and yeah he pronounced it jared as well or gerard just like you did um but it turns out that yeah um jared uh it's an alternative spelling for jared gerard but it, when you say it that way, in Brian's opinion, it does give much more of an old-timey, turn-of-the-century feel. So to your heart, Gerard is correct. But in linguistically, it sounds like Jared is the right. actual pronunciation. Yeah, that's really well put, too. Well, yeah. it, it, feels and, like, and, it doesn't feel like a total loss because he, he was saying it as Gerard. Like, that's that's the validation as far mm-hmm. as my sanity is concerned, right? So, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, so mm-hmm. I feel like I'll take that as a win, and now I know statistically what's correct. So that's also mm-hmm. a win. Yeah, it is. And and again, back to EcoQuest. Well, technically, I am correct on the pronunciation oh. as it was revealed. Also, Ooh. I think it was revealed on our podcast that it is technically EchoQuest, even Ken Williams himself. And at one point in the game series called it EchoQuest. So EcoQuest, linguistic, linguistically correct. EchoQuest is the people that made the game is what they call the it. So choice. obviously. The people's champion. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so thank you for that little tidbit uh also uh he mentioned a little bit about another hidden gem a game called haunting starring Polterguy, which is uh, it was a sega game but you you play as a guy called Polterguy, and you have to scare a family from their homes brought up because i was mentioning the the ghost master game so it's kind of like it's a puzzle game and, and that's kind of neat i'd never heard of it as well is an adventure game for Duckman, which he brings up the graphic adventures of the private dick which i've never played Gross. but i used to like that show so hey i'd give it a shot Out, outside of that uh, the critic would have made a good game all you can I think of is a dick in a fedora and a trench coat right now just a bit. <laughs> yes that is that is the whole concept but no the game is filled with dick and you fart can't, jokes you can't and sneak as around anywhere it's just his balls yeah. sloshing on the floor sorry okay i'm so sorry yeah no that is that is the visual we were going for thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's not a private dick at this point it's a public dick. it's a very so public a dick yeah <laughs> So thanks, Brian, for writing in. I actually, I really like that. This is some of the favorite mail that I get. Uh, so, uh, Anywhere. so I really appreciate it's much you better than our real mail. That's our real mail is depressing. It's all pay us this and that. And it's it's like you, you've managed to say, you know, you guys are both right in your own way, and that's really difficult to do. So well done, friend. Right? Yeah, that's, that's some good counseling yeah. skills right there. It's just like, hey, you keep doing you, but it is a little wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you do you. And you know what? Um, I'm going to say that Brian is also one of our Patreoners. So I want to say thanks to you, Brian, and also um, to Michael, who are both in our extra special thanks tier. So 
this this really does continue to help us get this show going, continue to pay our Podbean account and all the other little things that we're supposed to be paying. And uh, that that really does help us do things. So we really, really super duper appreciate that. And we also appreciate our friends in the Adventure Game Hotspot Network, Space Quest to Story and Adventure Game Geek, One Short Eye, uh, and uh, Conversations with Curtis, and of course the Adventure Game Hotspot themselves. If you look underneath this episode, you're going to see some links to some of the projects that they are currently working on. There's always so much going on, uh, so I'm super excited to uh, introduce you to that uh, well, not really introduce you, but whatever. I'm always super excited. And you can say hi to us outside of email, which is mail at classicgamersguild.com, which, as you can hear, we might even read your stuff online. Hey, hey, pretty cool. Uh, send us a tweet, CGG podcast, or at the Phantom Fellows. Go visit the Phantom Fellows at thephantomfellows.com. Go to Steam, wishlist the Phantom Fellows, contemplate playing the demo. You know, you don't have to, but, uh, you know, we're still on the fence with that. But I definitely know. get revisiting that mentally. Like, do we went to the same game? It's like Dude, it's, it's so the much game, it's like it's old puberty. Yeah, it's just weird yeah. vibes, man. Like, if you need to, yeah. uh, that's cool. But just right. you know, try and hold out a little longer. For, for real, I'm almost there. If, if you really, really want to make a difference, go to GOG, go into the wish list setting. Uh, there's one for the Phantom Fellows and pop your little check mark on there to show GOD, GOG that they want this game because it'd be great if they could be on GOG, you can get on itch, you can get in all those other great places. So. You made that into God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, go have a talk with him and he'll tell you that you Look what God did. Sorry, it's a little fear and loathing. Dude. Little, yeah, no, good quote. Good quoting. I will always miss those. All right. I already talked about you wonderful Patreoners, so keep it up. We appreciate it. We're on Facebook. We're a page. We're a group, Classic Gamers Guild and Classic Gamers Guild Podcast, respectively. So you can't not find us. We're, we're in your ears. We're in your computer. We're, I mean, we're even in your speaker on the wall, your Alexa, your Google. You tell it to play. It's hey, scary. play the Classic Gamers Guild them. Podcast. It'll just do that. No, it's true. Everywhere. It's <laughs> Just like adventure games, we're everywhere and nowhere, all at the same time. So that was nice. Thanks. Yeah. So, oh, do I do the thing now? Are we done? Do the thing. I should have done the thing minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't do a murder, man. Just please stop doing murders. Okay, yeah, no, for real. Ready? Ready. Hey there. <laughs> oh, red. I was like, no, no, I don't want to give them that kind of a hello. <laughs>